Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for June 2019. My name is Dan, and I am joined here by my co-host, Noma. How's it going? Great, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. And Ed. Ew. How you doing, Ed? Uh, not too bad. Not you, too bad at you all. excited for riding these uh, Star Wars gaming waves? Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> all right. And we have an important announcement for this episode. Uh, it is... Noma's birthday today, and uh, he is turning 27 years old, and he is feeling fine. Happy birthday, Noma. Happy yeah. birthday, buddy. One year older, one step closer to the ground. I mean, yeah, no, feeling <laughs> great. <laughs> so, Noma, tell us, tell us what you did on your birthday today. Oh, man, I had a fun-filled day. I went to work. <laughs> and recorded the podcast. <laughs> that was basically it. I went to work. Uh, my coworkers uh, got a cake for me, so that was really nice. Oh, nice. Uh, That's good. Yeah, yeah. They are not um, soulless yeah. over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are there are some good people there. There you go. All the ones I know. <laughs> All right. But uh, other than that, just been taking it easy. I mean, it's it's weird having a birthday on. We're recording on Wednesday. It's uh, I mean. You can't really do anything, right? I can't get hammered because then the next day I'll be dying at work. I so. mean, yes. <laughs> oh, wait, I just realized that means for my, no, 20, so for my 29th birthday, assuming I understand how calendars work. Ca- calendars? Cal- I love calendars. Yeah, calendars <laughs> work. Then I can get super hammered because that should be a Friday. But What is your drink of choice, Noma? Uh, depends. Am I trying to get drunk really quickly, or am I just trying to drink and enjoy stuff? It's your you 29th birthday. It. You tell me. Oh, uh, oh man, I should have gotten a glass for that. Well, yeah, in two years. <laughs> uh, if I'm trying to get drunk quickly, then I really don't care what. Usually rum, I guess. But uh, nice. if I'm trying to enjoy, stuff, then it's uh, scotch, scotch whiskey. Nice. Okay. You love your old fashions too, so. Well, well yeah, that's my favorite mixed drink. Yeah. Uh, most because at at most bars they just Sorry. have really terrible whiskey. It's your favorite mixed drink so far. You haven't tried the fuzzy tauntaun so, yet at Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> that's true. Oh man, yeah. The fuzzy tauntaun's where it's at. Um all right, let's get into our fun fact of the day. Uh we're gonna talk about our favorite Jedi, and I figured since Birthday Boy is uh Noma today, we're gonna give him the first dibs on the Jedi. Sounds good. Before we get into that, I actually now that Tan's mentioned that I kind of do want to get a drink. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can stop and go get one. Okay, I'll be back. It's your birthday. Go, go pop the cork. So my favorite Jedi is uh, he's a little bit of a lesser known Jedi, but I mean, if you've watched the Clone Wars series, then you've probably seen a decent amount of him, and that is Plo Koon. Uh, for those who don't uh, know that name. If you remember from either the TV show or the movies, uh, there is a Jedi who has orange skin. He's got goggles and a mask rebreather. Uh, very alien looking, very kind of bumpy with uh, kind of bumpy sides of his head and a lot of ridges. Um, and I've always, ever since I played a really old PlayStation 1 game, Jedi Power Battles. Freaking love that game. Oh, as, yeah, as soon as I saw him with his, at that time, orange lightsaber. Orange, Who is yeah. this Jedi with his orange yeah. lightsaber? I need to play him. Yeah, I was just like, he's my favorite. And I think it's also because um, of just the face. I, I love the mask that he has. It really meshes so well. It's like a rebreather um, kind of thing. 
Yeah, exactly. Like but it, it just yeah, yeah, exactly. He looks like this like badass kind of yeah, very ninja kind of stealth guy. Um, and I've, I've just the design of him has been so good. I'm not as much of a fan if you see him with the mask off. I was gonna say he looks it's, he looks terrifying with his mask off. Yeah, he, he exactly. He looks like a demon. Um, he looks like some weird splice between a demon and like a face hugger. Um, yeah. But with that mask, yeah, I've always I've always been drawn to his character design, and I like it a lot. So yeah, one hundred percent Plocoon. I have to say, I also agree. Plocoon was one of my favorite Jedi when I was a kid because you just like, who is this mm-hmm. amazing looking character with an orange lightsaber who just like never appeared except for in the Jedi Council room? I think because mm-hmm. he's he's a master, right? So yeah, uh, you're just like, who is this Jedi guy? Also master too. Yeah, yeah. He's Ahsoka Jedi Tano's master. master original like teacher too. Mm-hmm. which is kind of cool so yeah yeah I, I did like him in the clone wars too where he uh he comes off as a very kind of calm. um yeah a very calm and peaceful jedi yes um and then i mean like if you if you know a little bit of trivia from uh the clone wars series you can see the gunship that he flies on yeah and the gunship that he flies on has his face on it and in Orabesh, apparently, uh, the call sign, or I guess the call sign for that gunship is uh, Plo's Bros. Yes, I love that. <laughs> the little squadron, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's great. And that's then, fantastic. You know, they, then they betray him over Catonomoidia, and that's not so great. Yeah, but, he does. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that exactly. just blew him right out of the sky, man. That was brutal. That was yeah, that, was, that was harsh. I would have loved to have seen him fight for his life, at least. Exactly, right? But I, I get it. Like, it's got to be a fast thing, and... Apparently, Kiadi Mundi is the only Jedi who understood he was getting... Well, him and Yoda. And he still got shot down. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So. Kiadi Mundi got destroyed. Oh, yeah. He got wrecked. Ayala Sakura got wrecked. The only person yeah, who didn't get wrecked is, like, Yoda. Uh, one of the Jedi guys... I can't remember what his name is, but he's, like, got the horns on him. And then, um, in the comic series, oh, he got uh, uh, the CC... librarian. Yeah, Sassy Teen, I think, is who you're oh, talking about with so, the horns. Yes. Wait. And then um, Sasani, no, Sasani, Sasani Tin dies to Palpatine, doesn't he? I don't think so. Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah. He's in yeah, the he's, he's one... in the room with uh, Kit Fisto and Egg and Kolar. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah, not him then, but he looks similar. Um, and then the librarian Jacosta New, she's alive yeah. in the comics, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ed, you looks like you have like four favorite Jedi's. What's going on there? <laughs> yeah, so I had to really think about this one from everything that I've seen, read, and appreciated, and watched. Um, I am going to go with the cheesy, uh, obvious answer with the Anakin. Uh, for me, uh, with the asterisk beside it for <laughs> Clone Wars. Clone, Clone Wars, Wars Anakin. Uh, just because it delved into Matt his Lanter's character Anakin. more. Matt Lanter's Anakin, yes. Uh, voicing was perfect for it. Um, but I will spout the honorable mentions with this. There was also in contention, Quinlan Voss, uh, or Quinlan, if you want to call him that, uh, Corin Horn, if you remember where he was from, I I Jedi, his first dual phase lightsaber that we read about where Mm -hmm. it got thinner, longer, and it was purple. It was awesome from a silver blade. And that was in Knights of the Old Republic too, that you could have a silver blade. Um, is he and in then Kotor too? No, but like the whole like silver blade, silver. Yeah, uh, that was his 
initially, and then last but not least, Kyle Katarn. Oh yeah, some good honorable mentions for sure. Mm -hmm. I know those guys the last two by name, but I don't know much about them. Sadly, I would love to know because I hear like you hear those names dropped all the time when you talk about any of the old legend stuff. Oh, if you ever want to play some some really really old Star Wars games, you can learn all there is to know about Kyle Katarn. What games is that? The Jedi (laughs) Academy, Jedi Outcast, Jedi Academy. Mm. Okay, Uh, Jedi Knight. Yeah. Because yeah. um, Kyle is really interesting because his story wraps up like a at least a thousand year problem or maybe three thousand years. I'm yeah. going off a tangent wow. here, but uh, <laughs> in the Darth Bane series, the thought bomb goes off on Rusan. Spoilers. And it tr- yeah, and it tr- okay. It's been out for years. If you yeah, I know this because Tanya told me about it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it trapped a bunch of like spirits i guess you could say of like sith and jedi alike and it was they were just in turmoil for like centuries and kyle was the one to free them that's pretty sweet mm-hmm. i didn't know he yeah. was the guy that came around with that oh yeah he's got some great character arcs too in between mm-hmm. all of the secrets of the empire and dark forces and yep. all that kind of stuff kind of wait, just wait, watching secrets of the empire video game yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ironic. Ah. <laughs> I didn't even think, think about that, but uh, it's a book, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the one that you're talking about? No, Secrets of the Empire is a video game with a really weird bad guy. I... Is, is that the one with like the? Oh, that's Dark Force. Is the one with the stormtrooper on the cover? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Secrets oh, of the oh, Empire. Yeah. Oh. Secrets of the Empire. It's got a weird guy. Like he's got. I could never tell if it was face tattoos or a visor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what you're talking um, about now. Yeah, is it called Secrets of the Empire? I um, think so. I could have sworn it was. Cannot confirm. Let's <laughs> see. It is not Secrets of the Empire. It is uh, Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2 is what I was thinking of. Um, we will be talking about Secrets of the Empire later this podcast. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's, that's why right. it's on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I remember that one. That was a really weird one. Yeah, the bad guy, um, the bad guy's name was Jarek, and I spent the entire game wondering if he had eye tattoos or was wearing a visor. Because back in those days, it is very hard to tell. Yeah, he looks <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, he looks. He's very strange. Um. All right, and uh, so Ed, you said Anakin, eh? Hands down. Hands down. All right. And for my Jedi, I just I was thinking about the Jedi. I'm like, which Jedi really kind of encompasses what the Jedi actually stand for and who we know um, and who I know specifically? Because I only know much more about the canon material stuff and maybe some old school, like really um, like f- not fringe, but like really uh, well-known like legend stuff. Um, so mm. I went with Qui-Gon Jinn only because Qui-Gon is just he's just an like an enigma among the Jedi because he's actually a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like he actually has the the mindset of a Jedi and what they should uphold. And his journey is just this, like we only know so much about it. Yeah. I haven't read master and apprentice yet, but I really, really want to because Qui-Gon's in it and he's in a huge role apparently um, as he is on the cover, but just like Qui-Gon in the clone wars when he was at the end of the clone wars TV show, man, I oh, got yeah, shivers with, with Liam Neeson yeah. voicing him. 
and uh, just like small tidbits here and there, like the Qui-Gon comic that we got for Age of the Republic. That was a really good one. And just like his journey. I just love Qui-Gon's journey. And he just wants to know more about the Force and why they're there, why they're so, like, why are they, and how do they work with the Force to bring balance to the Force? And how, what does that mean? So, so he's asking the real questions. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's, to me, the, tr- like the most true Jedi, if not one of the most true Jedi in the entire series. Yeah, and something that I always thought was interesting was, I, I don't know if this is canon anymore, but in Legends, there was the whole thing where part of the reason he was so different was because he believed and could slightly tap into the living force as opposed to, um, you know, like just a standard version. Yeah, Which exactly. is maybe why he got his force ghost, right? And was able to talk to Yoda? Mm-hmm. And then later um, on... Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Come come back later on. Um, and then there's a whole thing in Legends where how that ties into the unifying force and oh wow, and yeah, and how how Jason is the the heir to that, and then they ruined it all in the next series. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is he is the ultimate gray. He is both light and dark, and he has every you know perfect is the perfect balance in between. Whoops, just kidding. Now he's a Sith. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, that was that was disappointing. So if you <laughs> oh. guys enjoyed our picks or completely disagree with us, let us know at VoiceForcePod on Twitter. Uh, use the hashtag ForceFunFact or even just reply to the tweet that we'll be sending out asking you who your favorite Jedi is. Mm-hmm. All right, time to get into the podcast and what actually do we cover on our normal discussion and news shows. Now, in the past, we talked about a lot of specific news articles and uh, we felt that that kind of format was a little slow at best. So what we decided to do is make this more of a discussion show to kind of get more of our personalities in the mix and just kind of our thoughts and opinions more than the actual articles and the, new, the number of articles that we covered. Um, so this time around, we're going to be covering just a few main talking points for the last little bit in the Star Wars community. And uh, some of the things that we normally might talk about are video games, TV shows, comics, books, movies, general news in the fandom, some, maybe some rumors that are kind of flying around about actors going into different movies or TV shows, board games and miniatures. That's Noma's domain. Noma, you, uh, oh, yeah. you love that stuff. And oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, events such as Star Wars Celebration and just general Star Wars fandom stuff, maybe some um new like fan projects or fan creations and that kind of stuff we're going to talk about vanny fair and what they came out with for the rise of skywalker uh photos from the set of uh looks like the desert kind of setting in uh the new movie so before we get into that i'm just going to play the video that they released for vanity fair as well take a listen
It was really cool to see the behind the scenes of uh, filming for the Rise of Skywalker there. And uh, let's take a look at the first photo here. As the first picture here, we got like JJ and like the filming crew on the left hand side and Ray on the right hand side just kind of staring at the camera. Maybe like a force type thing going on there. Who knows? Um, that's not the one we're really talking about. The one that we want to talk about is the second picture here, which has the Knights of Ren and they are back they're not just in a flashback Whoa. they are here <laughs> fully suited out we're seeing them for the first yeah. time exactly they're back for the first time <laughs> <laughs> the well waited for knights of ren they are in all black garb in the desert hands out to these guys <laughs> for <laughs> for sporting that stuff but you got to see the, right? the weapons we got like a mace uh an axe like a vibro axe uh it looks like a meat cleaver from like bloodborne Right. Um, just because I've been playing Bloodborne recently, <laughs> and like, uh, it looks like an arm gun. Like it, like attaches to like his forearm. Looks like a cannon mm. that he can use there. It's um, like a. It looks like a hybrid of what Chirrut would have if it was compact and you could like actually like walk around like comfortably with it. Yeah, like oh, a miniaturized yeah. like huge like railgun. Like, I feel like that thing would just throw slugs. Yeah. It looked, like if you got hit with one of those. Do you think it's that or it's a flamethrower? Because if you look at the end of it, it kind of looks like a flamethrower end, like with the little hole kind at the of. end to disperse heat. It, mm, yeah, it would depend on the little prongs on the side, right? Like what they're for. Like, uh, yeah, I could, like, I, cause, yeah, you're right. I could easily see those lighting a flame and then. But there's no. Oh, it's a flamethrower. No real... You know, I know how, how I know. How's that? Yeah, the prongs at the very end of the of the gun, right underneath the muzzle. You see that yeah. thing there? That's I, a flame. That's going to be lighting a flame up. Although, counterpoint, I don't see a canister anywhere on him. Uh, It could be inside. Because Boba Fett has his jetpack. I don't know if it pulls from that. His flamethrower does it. Probably. Uh, in, I, I in canon, I don't know. In Legends, it did not. Okay, so probably just like a small compact canister, possibly. Those mm -hmm. might be the things on his chest there. Like Yeah, because he waist. has like, it looks like ammo. Yeah, um, and like, what do you guys think of the other weapons? Like the mace. There's two guys in the back. You can't really see anything on them. You just yeah, see I mean, it's it's been pointed out before, but the guy with the axe, um, that same axe is in Dryden Voss's trophy room in Solo. Right, and this is way um, way after that. Yeah, so I'm curious if that'll have anything to do with it. Mm -hmm. See, what makes me sort of happy is that. Because they all have like these different weapons and even different looks to their outfits and everything like that. Hopefully, there's some personality going on with the Knights of Ren. Like they're actually like talking. They're not, <laughs> like yeah, they're they're different people, not just like some kind of like minions and it's kind of like almost like the uh, the Inquisitorious. I thought you were gonna say Sam people. I'm like, come on, like, Ed. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said no, they're all dead. The yeah. women and the children too. All of them. <laughs> But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but no, it just looks like they have, like, they have a lot going on, which makes me happy because we've been screaming for something about them since episode seven and we've mm -hmm. delivered a fat lot of nothing. So this is like a huge step to be like, they're not only are they here, they're all different in their own way. They're just like the clones kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Noma, do you have anything you want to add? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm really curious to see what they'll be doing. Um, the main thing that I kind of see right now is I don't understand how they'd be able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a Jedi, but I'm really curious to see. Do you want to know how? Uh, 
How's that? It's Ray. They can go toe to toe with her. She ain't a good idea. <laughs> Look at their waist on their left hand side. Left hand side. Oh, what the vibroblades? They have no, lightsabers uh, on all of their hill on their hips. The fur, the three that we can see. Look at their left side of their hip, and you'll see a lightsaber, uh, a lightsaber, and a lightsaber. That's a pretty thick lightsaber, I'd say. In, in the concept art for the guy on the left-hand side, yeah. he actually, it's labeled as a lightsaber. So I'm assuming okay. that oh, okay. all of them at least have one. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'd, like, I don't see one on the maze guy, but I can, I can definitely like picture them all having lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I really want to see him in action. Like, it's been two movies worth of wait. They've been so, hyped up so much. Right, and and I'm curious to see if they can do them justice or if it'll kind of just be like episode 8. The Not that I'm I... hating on episode 8, but I'm hating on episode 8. <laughs> the two helmets I don't like are the ones on the left and right hand side. Because the one on the right hand side looks like a squished like clone trooper helmet. Mm-hmm. And then the one on the left hand side is just so like basic, but I guess that might be because he has a flamethrower on his arm. Yeah, if it's fire protection, I can that see that. That makes sense, yeah. And they have a like, heavy black garb. Some of which, like the guy in the middle, on right beside JJ on the left-hand side there, he's got like mm. a Jedi kind of robe going on. Like a, yeah. like a Sith kind of like Darth Maul type robe going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially with the huge sash that's like reminiscent of Kylo's. Yeah, oh yeah. So, that, that I saw this picture and I just freaked out when I saw it. I'm like, Yes! We get some Knights of Ren. This is going to be so good. There's going to be some epic <laughs> fight scenes in this, hopefully. I hope so. All right. The next picture we got is of Carrie Russell, masked, so she can't see her face, but she's apparently a scoundrel named Zori Bliss. And uh, this is in the part of the movie in a world called uh, Kiji- Kijimi, which is a snow-dusted world in the Thieves' Quarter. So she looks stunning. Like, the red and the gold looks really nice. And the, yo, so spoiler alert she's actually um cora or kira <laughs> <laughs> that'd be interesting that she's would got, be like, just interesting. looking at the uh, the outfit the, the blades everything that she was remember because dryden taught her how to use them right mm-hmm. and she's got two they could be pistols maybe they could be like, pistol like the blades, outfit maybe yeah and everything with it it looks like what kind of like what she would wear yeah you know what how you say that without the helmet it'd be something that you Kira can might see wear. It, right yeah you, you know you know what i could see i could see it being kira's daughter Zori oh Bliss, yeah because yeah. that much time has passed yeah it, like... it, it, it has been about 40 years 40 or 50 years yeah yeah but that looks really cool um the the one the the one thing I can't get out of my head, I'm sure it's based off of it because it's way too similar to be a coincidence. Yeah. Because every time I see uh, this character, it just reminds me of uh, the old Rocket Man uh, comic. Rocket Man comic. Yeah. Have you ever? I'm pretty sure his name. If I mess up another, the Cannoneer, thing, I'll be you mean? Really disappointed. No, no. Oh, Rocketeer. Sorry. The Rocketeer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, it looks so similar to the Rocketeer. Yeah, it does. Um, and he, and the Rocketeer also uses two, I think they were like laser pistols. Um, so very, yeah. And it's red too. Yeah. I forgot they yeah, had a movie about red. this at Disney too. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, there you go. But yeah. So, yeah it's very similar. So I, I, I would love if it was that same kind of vibe to it as well. Kind of like the, the tomorrow, like tomorrow man, tomorrow woman, you know, um, like fights bad guys, attack. doesn't afraid of anything. <laughs> and a female smuggler like scoundrel yeah, kind of character like, i don't think we've gotten yet apart from maybe sana staros does she count <laughs> she's technically a scout like a smuggler so 
Yeah. Yes. Oh, I mean, ho- hopefully Bliss has a better backstory than Santa. Afra, maybe. Yeah, Afra, I could see. Yeah, but um, this is a, this seems a little bit more high tech than Afra. Although I haven't, I'm not uh, up to date with Afra. Yeah. Now that, now that I look uh, at her outfit, actually, you can see kind of the the chest piece underneath her her um, chest there, and the armbands mm. and her like uh, the belt that's going underneath her belt. Like the side belt. There. Yeah, I mean it's. It looks there, like there's like text, like ancient like text of some sort or something, or oh, some designs. You, yeah, you know I what I mean? mean? Yeah, and like she's got like no armor, right? So I'm curious, like, is it force field? Is she just too good to get hit? Like, uh, I'm assuming she's I mean, really quick. Yeah, because granted, I'm saying that and remembering that Han Solo never wears armor, so I mean, mm-hmm. you know, scoundrels in general don't seem to like being protected. <laughs> exactly. Now let's move on to the next one here. The next mm-hmm. one is uh, the first order leader is General Hux and Allegi- is it Allegiant General Pride, who's played by Richard Grant, Richard E. Grant. Allegiant. Allegiant. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Hux looks like Hux. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, my we're gonna get so much hate mail. Um, I hope I hope he gets redeemed. I I hope he gets a swift kick in the arse by Poe. Um, <laughs> I think a fight between him and Poe would be fun. Like an actual, like, like fisticuffs. Like, that would be amazing. Nah. No blasters, just, like, a, like a good old brawl. But, um, Richard E. Grant, man, he looks on point. He, you know what he reminds? He reminds me of Tarkin a little yes, bit. Yes, I was just about to mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, he does. I don't know what he's holding in his hand there on his lap, but it may be... Uh, it's a communicator, I think. Yeah. Mm. He they don't good. have the sleeve pouches like the Imperials. They did, don't even have so ranking insignias. Mm-hmm. Because they're that. all underneath Kylo. That's all that needs to be said. I guess yeah. so. And if you're wearing your uniform, you're higher than a Stormtrooper. Represent. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to say there, suck, Noma? Uh, no, I'm just I'm curious. I'm curious to see what they'll do with them. I do hope Hux gets redeemed because... I thought he was. I thought he was an interesting foil to Kylo Ren in Episode Seven, and I thought he was a joke in Episode Eight. Yeah. Um. So hopefully in Nine we can kind of see him come into his own because I mean he doesn't really have a physical power about him. That's his problem. In Episode No, eight. the 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 thing that I kind of liked in Episode Seven was that Kylo was the walking. He's he's the walking WMD, right? You set him down and he just destroys everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah, and Hux is the very much the 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 general, the man in the back who can't fight but has a really good tactical mind. Um, if there was any like original trilogy comparison, and, a very bad comparison, but almost the only one we can make is Kylo is Vader, and Tarkin mm-hmm. is is um, Hux. Like that's the closest see, comparison you can make. But Tarkin could actually fight. See, I, I was gonna say uh, Hux is Piet. Sure, <laughs> but he dies. So, I mean, Hux might die as well. But just in the fair. fact that it's like, you know, he's 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 the guy who is kind of commanding stock. <laughs> hey, Piet was cool for like a decent chunk of the movies. Like Man, 10 minutes. He, he gets ridiculed by everybody, and even in Battlefront Two, they have the gall to be like, "Oh, it's Versio." Oh, like, yeah, Piet, you fool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, God, come on, man. Just... <laughs> I, I, I always thought Piet was a cool, uh, cool. Well, I guess the difference is Piet is kind of thrust into the situation and kind of has to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, right. Because as soon as Ozzel goes down, he's like, oh, oh no, I'm, I'm the leader now. Um. So it's I guess like, am that... I the captain now? <laughs> yeah. Right. And then he, he kind of has to adapt to that, and he's like, well, I can at least I can rely on Nita. Uh oh. <laughs> so. 
either I like I hope he's redeemed. I hope he's redeemed and I hope uh Pride is an awesome character. I hope so too. I hope he's like a Tarkin. Yeah, that would be cool. It is I don't know. It'd be cur- I'm curious to see how they could ramp him up to a Tarkin level in one movie that quickly. Well, um, Tarkin was that immediately. See, that that's mm. what I was that's what I was thinking, but A New Hope is also the first movie, so that's you fair. have no you expectations. Have no, yeah. Yeah, and so when you see Tarkin and they say he's a he's you know an amazing military leader and a badass, you're like, oh yeah, well I don't know who this is, so I'll believe you. Mm-hmm. But now we've got two movies where you're like, so where was he? Exactly. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm trying to keep myself as positive as I can for this movie. You're doing a pretty um, good job. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 trying to be a little bit less bitter in my life. Maybe it's the the mature age of 27. Yeah, you say maybe it's your birthday. Today. <laughs> oh my god. Um, let's go to the next picture where it is basically C-3PO, Ray, and Chewbacca, and Finn, and I don't see BB-8 anywhere, uh, but I assume he's around there because that's like the it looks like the skiff that they're on when they're in the desert flying by, and uh, mm. C-3PO's like got all the guns on them, that kind of stuff. But uh, looks like Anthony Daniels is getting some sort of, you know, proper treatment there with the umbrella in the sun, you know, oh, under like some must... shiny chrome armor. Because oh, he's wearing re- he's wearing black underneath that. Yeah. So I could imagine he's... how hot he is. Yeah, and, and you can see kind of tying it in in the next photo with C-3PO and uh, BB-8. It kind of looks like they're – I'm not sure if they're just – taking like uh fixing scuffs on him or they're like dabbing the sweat that's pouring out of him yeah i don't know um yeah that, that must be rough man i i can't even imagine the interesting thing is the skiff kind of looks like a uh a pirate ship to me it looks like it's got a mast on it you know what i mean and like the yeah it's very it's very very broken down yeah definitely it's got like this massive engine on the back like it's imagine if you had like a dinghy and you put like a v8 engine on the back or v12 engine anyway like it's it, it would go like crazy fast so i don't know it looks pretty interesting um two more images here these ones are a little bit smaller um and it looks like uh finn and jana or jana uh played by naomi aki are on top of hardy orbax leading the charge against the mechanized forces of the first order and uh, you see them on top of these horse like almost almost like grievous's species like face and they're on horse, like these horse bodies, and they're leash horses. Yeah, Jenna has like this like weird cross, like the not a crossbow, a uh, bow and arrow, maybe like a laser bow kind of like uh, Ventress's. Spoiler: and... She's Aloy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we get Finn there, just looking like a badass with his blaster on his uh, shoulder. There looks pretty cool. Mm. New new jacket, by the way. Which is awesome. Yeah. He's got like Han Solo like pants, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. Um, but Jana looks badass. She's in like this like side riding pose, and she's getting some good aim on whatever she's firing at. Firing at. So, mm. um, I like those creatures. They kind of give me like a little bit of a a callback to like the Vader, um, the Vader comic where he's riding on top of that like weird horse thing as well. Vader, Shadows mm. of Vader. Or whatever. Well, when he has when he has the shield and the thing. Yeah, the Imperial shield and whatnot. Look pretty cool. That's kind of what they remind me of, just because they're like four legged, riding rideable animals. Um, mm-hmm. the last one here, not last one. A uh, few, few more. Uh, Star crossed between Kylo Ren and Rey. They battle out with Stormy, 
in a stormy uh, confrontation, and uh, you see Ray just kind of swinging around with her lightsaber, and maybe Kylo is ready to block, like getting ready to block it, something like that. But He's getting ready to win. There is water everywhere. <laughs> I mean, you might just stand there and just like smack his hip a few times with his fist. But uh, <laughs> not unless he's been shot again. You just see Chewbacca. You just don't see him. He's in the mist somewhere, just shooting him. <laughs> There'll be a pop shot right at the end when he's about to deliver the coup de grace. If Kylo does <laughs> die in this movie, I would love for Chewbacca to throw him right between the eyes. Just no, he can't die. He oh, is I, the last Skywalker. He is the, the last Skywalker. This is the rise of him. Yeah, no, raise raise Skywalker. All what are you talking about? The brother nope, sister. Nope. Ugh. Nope. It's gonna be the rise of Kylo, and that's Let's hope they don't be, kiss. It's gonna be the end of the series. It's gonna be like the dark side one. Done. Over. It's done. The 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 one thing that I do actually hope. I know that they were saying that after this, the new trilogy is gonna be like different, but I I kind of hope that all the main characters are in the next trilogy. Oh, these guys. The big, yeah. Yeah, Kylo Ren, Rey, Finn, Poe. Because the biggest thing for me is. None of them have had the same kind of story progression that the original trilogy characters have, um, especially in between movies, right? Just because they they decided to have been, eight take place right after seven. Yeah, there's been no um, time gap. Like it's been in the course yeah. of three, four days, maybe a week. Yeah, so we we yeah. really haven't had any time unless nine changes it dramatically. But it's supposed to take place a year after, so I'm not too sure. It might sure. be more than that. I heard maybe two, three years. Oh, oh wow! Okay. Maybe I heard that. Maybe I I don't know how. Yeah, you know. I, I'm 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 curious. Um, because I feel like at this point none of the character like watching Luke from Episode Four, even from Episode Four to Five. Just that he actually got training. Oh yeah, wow! He, he actually got training. By the end of it, you know he's he's learned so much. He's been humbled. He's learning that Jedi way. Yeah, he's, he's realized that. Yeah, he's realized that he's not always right. Um, so like his whole thing, Han has his, his fall, his, you know, his failure, he falls from grace. He has all that stuff happen to him or sorry. He, he, you know, he becomes the scoundrel with a heart of gold and then he falls. Um, and you know, everything fails and he gets captured. Leia has her whole thing where she starts off as kind of the damsel in distress. And then by the end of episode five, she's escaped enough times that she's ready now to in episode six, now try and rescue Han there's a lot of character progression in those first three movies that I don't feel has happened yet. Cause we haven't had the, the time new... with the characters. Yeah, exactly. Right. And again, that, that is, I think a, a huge downside of having the movies take place basically back to back. Definitely. Right. The most we've had so far is that I can say like Finn has gone from a coward to someone who'll stand up for his friends. Mm-hmm. But that's more of a mental change. It's not really a physical change. Kylo's raised a lot. With... Well, that's about Ky- it. Kylo, you got yeah. cut across the face. That's a, that's a, that's that's the yeah, and, change. And now, yeah, and that, now he's just got a cool scar. Kylo's definitely changed the least. He went well, from kind of, I don't know, because he 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 killed his there was father. A shadow of change. Yeah, he he, he he killed his father, which is a big step. Yeah. Whether that, like, I heard theories where it wasn't actually Kylo that did that. It was Han. But oh, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, ah, I don't know. But, but like, he but killed see, his father, that, that... but didn't kill his mother. Exactly. And that's where the, the change kind of reverts back. Because he wasn't he wasn't willing to kill Leia. So he still Until has that he family was on connection. crate, and he was going to blow them all away with the Death Star laser. And well, you know sure, what's because funny he wasn't that. looking right at her, right? Mm. Um, you know what's funny about that? It's it's the mm. 
this from the books that I guess are canon because they've been from different uh, since 2015. Mm-hmm. But um, remember Ben, God, I hate that name, um, <laughs> was always at home from when he was a kid with Leia. Yeah. But Han and was going all from, over the uh, galaxy. Bloodline. Yeah. And so it's just like, if he was to have a connection with a parent, he'd have a stronger one with Leia than with Han. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, you're my, you're my dad. I, I can kill you and get more power. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, mommy who held me and mommy who I had that conversation with and mommy who I, uh, I, can't, I can't fire. Oh, no. Fair and then enough, looking sure. at it, like, I'm surprised they didn't have him have, like, another rage moment. Like, when um, when the other troopers with him was, like, blasted the ship and she got pulled out. Like, Oh, that, the, see, yeah, see, thing. that would have made it really interesting if after the other guys fire, he just shoots them down. Yeah. That, see, that would have been cool. Um then you just gotta All tell that, that to stuff. Snoke and be like, "What's going on here?" I killed them. <laughs> yeah, I, they didn't, didn't follow yeah, my. I, he could, he could back it up. He's like, they didn't yeah, follow my orders. They did. That's yeah, all they disobeyed me. Yeah. yeah, I think Snoke would see through that. No, he, he didn't see have, through. He didn't see through his yeah, other lie. He, where he just cut yeah, him in he half. Didn't see through the biggest lie. <laughs> oh Anywho, um, the next yeah. image here is of Ray, Chewbacca, and BB-8, and I'm assuming C-3PO's up there somewhere on like a, some skiff. Riding through the desert. That one's not too much to talk about. But the next one, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Billy <laughs> D. Williams as Lando Calrissian looking smooth. And we got Poe and Chewbacca, BB-8, and Dio. Dio yeah, Brando. Oh it was me, Dio, all along. How, how can he punch with no arms? <laughs> Did you hear about that? Well, you, you, don't, you don't like the Pixar bot? <laughs> Did you hear about that The meme that was going around when they announced his name? Oh, the, the, the JoJo's Bizarre Dio Adventure. Brando? Yeah, Dio. Yeah. It was like, it's a me, Dio, all along. Dio! Urega! Dio Burando! It was me, Dio, all along. God, I'd love Dio to be in the Star Wars universe. It wouldn't make any sense, but I'd love it. I mean, his power could probably put him there. It's like, I'm. No, no, Dio is Kylo Ren. Think about it. Oh, we're going to fire at him. Zawardo! <laughs> Everybody's like, wait, what? Yeah. Why can't I move? Why can't I move? <laughs> I, I would, I would watch... Yo. I would, I would no, but you have to draw that. Kylo Ren as Dio Brando now. Please, <laughs> commission this. Please. New mascot for the the, the uh, podcast. Sure, I'll do my best. <laughs> oh, my God. There, there's your podcast title. Dio is here. Yeah. <laughs> Dio. It was me all along. Um, what do you guys think of this image with Billy D, man? He looks so good. Oh yeah, he's got he's got that swag. I I hope I'd rather see him just kind of like retire. I would I would love to see him just like doing what he does best, just keep on moving through the galaxy, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Dio though, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not sold on him. Like when BB-8 came out, I'm like, oh dude, that's awesome, a ball droid, that's so sick. This guy's like a tire with a Pixar lamp on it, like. What? See, they've already used the name Dio is my problem. Oh, yeah? ID, it, well, it was like ID-10 or whatever. ID-10, yeah. For Battlefront, and they called it Dio after uh, a while. Well. So it was like, come on, guys, seriously? Yeah. It's D-O, too. You, like, I don't know. It's like you couldn't put like any other alphabet numerical number together to be like, okay, he's B6. No, we have BB8. So, like, C4. He's just going to blow up yeah. somewhere. 
So here, you know, like, here's yeah, Billy D. He says, he says that Lando is a survivor. So that tells you maybe what's going to happen by the end. So. so that's good. Bye, uh, all you guys. I'm not going to save you this time. At the <laughs> end, we have uh, Jordanian oh, actually, locals. Oh, Sorry, go ahead. Before before we go into that, because there was one thing we were talking about a bit before the podcast that was uh, Chewbacca's looking a bit grayer. Yeah. Is he? Um, he's old, man. I don't think so. Yeah. Remember in Solo, he's like 100 and something. Yeah. yeah, right 190. So he's in his two almost 250s now. Yeah. I don't um, see him with any gray on, though. No, I kind of see it in the the tops of his Top, the, yeah. that brown fur is kind of kind of starting to gray out. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe it's. I thought it was just the lighting. Like he's it was dark before, but like it it looks with it could just be the picture. Yeah, yeah. But we'll have to see in we'll the movie. See. Maybe maybe he is getting a little. He's starting to move a little slower. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next one we got here is the Jordanian locals play the Akiaki natives to the planet Pasana. So that's interesting. They got some really interesting alien-looking creatures. They got like kind of tendrils from their face, and uh, one of them kind of looks like a Tuscan Raider-esque kind yeah. of mask yeah, on the top there, the top right there. The, the funny thing is, I've seen this photo maybe five or six times now. I just realized one of the guys in this photo doesn't have a mask he's on. He's just a guy. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's, he's just, just a guy. Dude. I yeah. just noticed that. And I was like, ah, <laughs> it is me. And then I've like, been here all along. <laughs> Oh man, that's great! It's like you know what the the mind flares have invaded Star Wars. I do like how they brought in some Jordanian like local people where they're filming. That's kind of cool. It's like it's like why not at this point? It's like yeah, why they've been, why they've been going to Jordan for so long? Yeah, it's like make them feel included because um, they are. Last few Ed, you just you just ruined these aliens for me. I am going to spend the entire movie waiting for them to eat someone's brain. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Me, me in the back going do the thing do the thing with the one dude do it yeah <laughs> um the next one we got john williams composing and drawing th- on themes and motifs of uh the four decades that star wars has been around uh he says that i didn't think there would ever be a second film <laughs> so he's <laughs> he's done nine nine of them um this is crazy just to think about how many movies he's done and over how long it's been right um mm. it's great i'm so glad he's involved with this last it's his last movie um and our final picture is of the man the myth the other legend luke <laughs> skywalker mark hamill with r2d2 is speculating in ramp is rampant about what he was going to happen with luke but in this picture you see this like grassland or like forested area just on fire behind luke um and r2d2 and luke's just looking pissed possibly at kylo ren possibly at han not han uh uh ray sorry i just blanked there for a minute yeah ray maybe he's just like girl you got nothing <laughs> i think you don't he's know what just mad that nobody wants to acknowledge r2 anymore so he's taking him with him being like here he's we like, go buddy look me. at this boy he is the boy the droid he's the original og Are you, you kidding go. me He's been through everything. This guy's he's a war veteran, for Christ's sakes. I'm still and he's been playing. treated like nothing next to BB. Like that thing can get punted into the back of a net. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I really do not like that. <laughs> you're you're I, basically telling honestly, me that BB8 is the star of uh, that driving soccer game. Oh, Rocket oh, League! Rocket League. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm with Ed on that. I still don't really like BB8's design. It looks so weird i don't know i got used to it 
I think it's because of resistance and just like loving like I really wanted one of those Spheros when they came out. Um I got to play with a few of them and they were really fun. And then seeing oh, okay, maybe nine yeah. E in episode eight, I was like, Oh my god, they have a black one. So I got the I got the <laughs> pop funko with that one. But I don't know. It's just really fun to see a different design of a droid moving around because you get, you know, arms like on R two D two or legs and arms on C three PO and yeah. hovering maybe, but like a ball droid, that's really interesting. And like the logistics of my brain was like, how does that head stay on the actual, you know, ball right, and move and around? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I always liked what they, they had in Legends where it was like, oh, you've got the R2s, you've got the 3s, the 4s, the 5s up to, I think, the 8s. 9s. And then you have, yeah, the 9s. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the New Republic, the 9s. Yeah. And then you have the old school, the R1s, and then the P1s that can't move. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> and now I we know, got I, I BBs. That. Yeah, and they're going to bring back the Gronk droids. We can I feel only like, hope. I feel like Dio is like a really old school droid, like primitive. I don't think he's a new style of droid. I think he's an older droid. My, yeah, my only I don't problem know, with his design it. is every time I, it's the same problem that it was when we saw him at Celebration, where it's just like he just looks like a he looks like someone made the Pixar logo a droid. Yeah, just put it on a wheel. Yeah. They were in crunch time and had to come up with something. They're like, oh, here, yeah, right. here. I don't know. I, I just, it's just like. Why make a new droid in the trilogy when we have it's enough? Awesome. Like, we have R2, yeah. C-3PO, and BB-8. Like, I feel like that's enough. But maybe yeah, Dio will right? surprise us, and maybe he'll be one of our favorite droids from now on, you know? Mm-hmm. They've done a really good job with a lot of the droids in a lot of the shows that we've watched, so. Yeah. Um. Now, that's the end of that. That was a pretty big discussion on that. I'm actually excited that uh, we got to talk so much. Uh, there's one. I have one question for you guys though, because it's something that I just kind of realized. Sure. Yeah. So looking at all these photos, yeah. there are at minimum right now four different planets that they're going to be on. Yep, a snow yeah. planet, yeah. a desert planet, a forest planet, and water planet. Oh, it's Avatar. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, right. And so I'm curious if you guys think the movie is going to be too busy with planets because, like I said. Minimum of four. Think of episode five. Um, Dagobah. Which Dagobah, Hoth, Yeah, but that, that was that was Tatooine. three planets. Cloud Tatooine. When was their t- Tatooine? Didn't they show Boba going to Tatooine or no? Am I just imagining mm-hmm. this? Oh, I've no. Oh no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the poster that we bought. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is no, because even, even episode five is only three planets. It's Hoth, Dagobah, and Bespin. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like. Yeah, I, I like the, I was... you could argue that the the Death, Death Star, not the Death Star, sorry, the um, uh, sorry. Vader's flagship, the Executor, the Executor, because they had quite a few scenes on there as to well. To be honest, I but do they count ships really well. as like like space as a as a scene, like as a setting. So, it is. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Depends how depends how well it's used. Because yeah, yeah. I, I could argue that. Or you, you, you can definitely argue that for, like, the bounty hunter scene and all the times that they're going back and forth, Vader, you know, first time you see Vader's meditation chamber mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. To be completely um, fair, these see. could be all on, like, not one planet, but, like, two planets, maybe? Forest, mm-hmm. snow, and water could be on one planet and desert on the other. That's what I was thinking. Water and forest, because in the trailer, it looks like it's part of that ocean thing, right? With yeah. the If the rumors are true, and I'm I actually, I've got the frame up right now, so I'm looking at it again. It looks like they're on a they're on a planet that the debris of the second Death Star fell on. Yeah, oh, I'm boy. so excited. Yeah, so 
that that could be a whole thing. And I'm really hence why Palpatine's yes. spirit is still around. Did you did you not hear exactly. about that? That people were speculating like that is actually DS two or DS one. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's DS two, well, wouldn't that be Endor? Like, would this be Endor? That's it. Question. Doesn't necessarily mean that. But, like, it could have it could have. Remember that explosion was huge. Mm-hmm. It could have sent it across a bunch of places. That's true. That's so, fair. It could have gone to a different planet. So what I what I'd heard the theory of, and I think this would be interesting, the shield generator is coming or is coming from the forest moon of Endor, right? Like Endor itself. Oh yeah. What, yeah. yeah. What about well, and and they don't we don't even know the name of the planet. It was just the forest moon of Endor. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, what if it's the actual planet That'd that it cool. fell on? That planet has to be huge then. Yeah, yeah. Well, Endor is pretty it, it, small of a moon. Yeah, like, and it uh, seemed great. big when you were down there. And I'll, I'll double check real quick because I'm pretty sure in the Endor space battle you can see the actual planet, and it is it is oh yeah much much oh yeah you can it's huge yeah it's big. Um, actually, I don't know if that's the moon or if that's the planet, but either like way, the one they're supposed to be rotating around until it's like oh fuck two minutes till like the yeah. rebel base is thing right? Oh no, that's, that's episode that's four. Episode four. Oh, oh okay yeah but even if even if that giant planet because if you look at it it's like it makes the death star if look that's small. the moon of if that's the moon of endor yeah it's like a uh, hundreds of times bigger than the death star yeah oh boy um so if it could actually have landed on endor or it could have landed on a planet which would assumedly be even bigger than that which would be kind of scary nice yeah I, i'm excited to see where it goes is there any last thoughts on the new Rise of Skywalker movie? Any, like, maybe crazy theories, like tinfoil hat theories that you guys are thinking? <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, Palpatine's actually, be... like, possessing he's somebody gonna... or, like, he's actually still and alive. Here's, here's the twist. He's not going to go after Kylo. He's going after Rey. And then Kylo's going to put her down because she'll do the whole, like, he's here with me. You must destroy me to get rid of him forever. And he'll do that. <laughs> And then Jesus. that'll be his quote unquote redemption. Rise. And then he rises from that to like, you know, help the galaxy or, or, or save get the this. galaxy from Palpatine. Palpatine erases Ray's memory, becomes her, she becomes the new Sith Lord, and Kylo Ren is underneath Palpatine learning the ways of the dark side. Mm-mm. I mean I'd my... rather her just die, but okay. Why does Ray have to be involved in this at all? <laughs> Come on. Let's make my, sure she my, kills somebody. I want to see some good reaction. She's she. I don't know if you saw her stunt double, and like what um, Daisy Ridley has been doing, but like the movements they have with those lightsabers, man. Like the stunt double alone. I can't remember her name, sadly, but there was some footage that was released not too long ago, and man, she is amazing with a lightsaber. It is phenomenal. I'm excited to see what kind of fight scenes they got in this one. I'm excited to see her training scenes. Training yeah, right. scenes. Montage. I mean, all my, all my dreams come true would be, uh, uh Skywalker versus Palpatine two Electric Boogaloo. Oh my god! <laughs> Just bring something from like Dark Empire back. Have that that badass Luke who's deflecting at at laser bolts. I want that Luke. I still want that Luke. <laughs> That's like Vader Luke, because Vader like deflects like starship blaster bolts. Yeah, which is crazy. Because that that's that's an image that will never leave my mind is the the old I think it was I'm pretty sure it was Dark Empire comics, where you see Luke come out for the first time, Grandmaster Luke, and he's just 
like he's effortlessly just Bass. blocking at bolts and nothing can stop him. He's just yeah, he is the Jedi Master. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there was and Luke I, in, I miss that Luke every day. <laughs> there was the Yuuzhan Vong Luke where he basically became. He's like the Force is just like oh you know what we're we're gonna completely empower you now. Where he was yeah. just like the like he was like a beacon, and he was just like glowing all like like bluish white. And yeah. he was just destroying everybody on the field. And they're just like, I thought they were immune to the Force. It's like, no, nah, he is the Force. That's yeah. amazing. That's not, not his Force. Yeah, I, I want the Luke that's between Dark Empire and the Yuuzhan Vong, but not the Killix Luke. Because <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, I do not accept. He's just so light, he can use Force Lightning. It's like, no, that's not a, what? Yeah, that's not a <laughs> thing. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a, yeah, exactly. the biggest fanfic that got published. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that that part I was like, no, 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 no. I want to go back to what we had before. But um, you want to move on to Galaxy's Edge quick? Sounds good. Uh, there's been a lot of news on Galaxy's Edge, and I don't know about you, but on Twitter I've been on it as much as I can. And my God, people post like people that have been getting media passes for it, or people just going because they got reservations, just posting everything you can think of. And I've seen a lot of pictures of, like, the main area with, like, the Falcon and stuff like that. And maybe some internal shots of some of the shops and things. But I am yeah. trying to stay spoiler-free because I want to keep most of it a surprise <laughs> if I can. I just I just mm. want to go in and just be, be in awe. Yeah, just, just literally be there for what it is and just enjoy it there instead of vicariously through somebody else. Not that mm. I don't like people posting pictures or their experiences. It's just... I don't want to be seeing like a full like review of Galaxy's Edge because yeah, it, I want to experience it myself. What's the point of going after that? You know. Yeah. yeah. If you can just see the whole thing online. Now I it's did like see. It's like trying to stay spoiler free for a movie. I did see some exactly. very interesting things that people have been mm. doing. Number one, people have been getting phone cases and actually like putting them on their phone and like painting them and putting all the things on them to make them look like data pads when they're walking around with oh, the app. Sweet. I'm like, dude, nice. we all have to make a night where we get together. And make phone cases that make our phone like the data pads when we go. Because we have to <laughs> totally go all in as much as we can. Oh, yeah. Um, the other ask. thing that you guys told me, I think, was that you can't dress up at Galaxy's Edge. Which really oh, yeah, makes me sad. Cosplay. You can't cosplay yeah. because they don't know who's who. Which makes sense. Who, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you try to be like, no, I'm crew. I'm good. I can go in here. Yeah, exactly. Right? That makes so sad. 10,000 like, like, oh, people. Oh, my God. Because, I, like... The, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, they, they hit the most important point where it's, like, kids can. Because mm -hmm. I've seen plenty of photos of kids We're uh, kids at heart. Up. That doesn't make difference? Come on. Come uh, on. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I want my childhood Careful. dream to be true. That I want to be in like Star Wars. I want to really literally be there. <laughs> yeah. You see um, Dan just, like, running on his knees. Ah, I'm coming for yeah. you. <laughs> oh, but, boy. no, like, and, and I, like, I get it. It's the same with Disneyland, right? Like, if you were at Disneyland and you dressed up, like... You know, yes. one of the princes or princesses, you'd get in trouble. But if the kids do it, that's fine because they're the ones who have, whose imaginations haven't been crushed by the real world. My imagination is not <laughs> crushed, and I want my rights to be in a cosplay at the convention, or not the convention, the, the park. Maybe, maybe later when there's less people. Maybe. You know, they'll, they'll give you a lightsaber. You can have that. I gotta pay two hundred dollars American for that. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want oh. one. They look amazing. Yeah, I've seen a couple reviews. They're actually made of metal. They... Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, apparently they they got help from the guys who make the um, the FX lightsabers. Yeah, it's basically oh, nice. a custom yeah. FX lightsaber for two hundred bucks American, which is about like I don't know, was it two sixty up here? 
just a, just a little under yeah, 300. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because yeah. um, um, then, because then, apparently, something else I've read, which is a little bit of a bummer, is um, you, you, you they have a limited supply of each lightsaber crystal every day. Ooh, so you have to get like if you want like a nice like white crystal yeah. or something. Well, so specifically, people were saying if you want to get the black lightsaber crystal, it you have to be there like really early because they are a much smaller section of the red lightsaber crystal. Ooh. So it's very limited. Uh, thankfully, I just want an orange one. So, yeah, exactly. Or, orange or yellow, I'll take either. I would love a white one, just of uh, pure white. That'd be sick. Yeah. Oh, uh, you want to go what, like Imperial Knights or? Oh wait, did you ever read Legacy? I'm thinking like uh, a Tano. Oh yeah, that's true. Great Jedi style. Um, and kind of like Star Wars, uh, The Old Republic, because you can get like uh, white blades with black outlines. Mm. Those are really cool. That's true. Um, I just want my red, man. That's all. I know you. I know you want that. Um, (laughs) Gotta make it bleed. The next thing is Jedi Fallen Order was announced in uh, Anaheim, Chicago. Chicago. Star Wars Celebration Chicago, which we were at. And we got to meet so many of you awesome people that listened to not only our podcast, but to so many other podcasts, which was fantastic. And we got to meet a whole bunch of other podcasters. But anyway, uh, they released new gameplay footage at EA Play, which looked all right. Um, there was some pretty cool stuff and some questionable things on our end that we're like, I don't know. And then yeah. um, let's just gonna go into some details of things that we kind of noticed and were maybe really enjoyed that or not so much. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, like, off the bat, the good uh, the good and the bad thing that I noticed was the cool thing is that the, uh, if you – I did tweet about it, so you, you guys may have seen that on our Twitter. But in the very beginning of the trailer, you see the silhouette of a lat gunship flyby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's also chasing a TIE fighter, so it would be interesting if that was actually a ship that Saul's uh, Rebels were using. That would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, right? Like, it would be cool to see them – that whole thing that's, that's always been in the fringes of the canon where the Rebels were using CIS or, like, old Republican CIS tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing the... – with the mm-hmm. ATATs is that they're the, the, sorry the design of uh, Rebels this uh, TV show they have mm. that kind of cartoony uh, proportional look to them but they're in like a realistic kind of style which is really cool and I'm excited about that and that was kind of the same shot as Ellie the lat gunships so yeah and and I was saying to Dan um I citation needed because I, I kind of heard this through hearsay but I heard that one of the writers for Rebels was working on yeah, I think it's Matt Order. Martin I believe part of the story okay. group but I'm not 100% certain on that don't hold me to mm-hmm. it but I believe he's working with them okay yeah so if it is then that, that it kind of helps explain it right why they're using that stuff um so the the downside the only immediate downside I saw was the they show off that four stasis yeah power in the game which is like oh kylo God, ren when he really freezes strong power in midair imagine that have. or yeah. like when he freezes but, um, ray. well yeah exactly i was gonna say when he freezes ray it's that same kind of power you can freeze items and blaster bolts and enemies which is like oh that's a cool power how can a padawan use this exactly. um, yeah he's not even like and, fully trained in the force what you got yeah. yeah exactly right <laughs> Tokyo toy. it was um, me <laughs> but uh the the thing that really concerned me is in the second fight in the second fight he has against a purge trooper i think they try to hide it but they at one point he he does that four stasis on a purge trooper and you can kind of tell because he beats the other stormtroopers and then turns and the purge trooper is just standing, standing there yeah it's a long stasis Frozen. now yeah, and then he, he starts wailing on it and i was like all right if you can freeze the mini bosses 
why am I scared of them? There's two parts of this for me. It's like, yes, I can understand if this is like endgame character, but why would they show endgame character powers in the trail, like in the gameplay footage, right? Now, that was interesting, and I did like how they had like the lightsaber burn marks on the character, like on the stormtroopers and stuff. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the stasis at all. That's the one thing that really, like you said, we're playing Bloodborne out here, and like if you could stasis <laughs> anybody in Bloodborne, you would basically yeah. beat the game. You're laughing. Yeah, and 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 because people are comparing it. Oh yeah, sorry. I, um... Hmm. Well, oh, yeah, I, you're I, laughing through it at that point if you could stasis everything. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And especially because at that point, there uh, people were comparing it to Sekiro, and it's like, man, if I could if I could freeze an enemy in Sekiro, that game's not a challenge anymore. Exactly. Now, the one right. thing that really makes me happy and possibly um, like excited for the gameplay of this is I saw on Twitter there was a guy I can't remember his name. But he is a uh, gameplay designer, like a combat designer on this game. And he mm. worked for Santa Monica Studios for God of War. Mm. Not the new God of War, God of War 3, I believe. Um, okay. Which was an amazing game at the time. So if, if anything there, that's going to kind of give us a little bit of an idea of maybe how the gameplay is going to be. Similar to like a many character kind of brawling game. And uh, I don't know. It's... It's an interesting take on a Star Wars Jedi main character protagonist game. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's gonna be interesting. There, one there was. Thing, oh, yeah. oh, sorry. One no, thing no, I'm tired of them not uh, not including, especially things uh, something that they should consider in Star Wars, the dismemberment. These are lightsabers. Yeah, they don't dismember. Mm-hmm. It's You're cutting I, it's Disney. Yeah, I get like you see the burn marks and everything, but if I cut your hand, like. You can. They showed that in the movies. Like your hands go. Mm-hmm. Your Luke lost an arm, for God's sakes, or his his wrist. He lost that from a lightsaber. Like you yeah. have one. You're using it. Come Did you guys on. see the digital deluxe stuff or like the deluxe edition extra yeah, stuff? Yeah, the different sabers. You can get like. Let me see here. It's uh. My Guido one is the one I'm going to be using. Yeah, you get like a My Guido <laughs> saber. You can get an orange blade <laughs> and a whole bunch of stuff. But I don't know. I, I'm excited for it. It does look very interesting. Um, the settings look phenomenal. The like the planets he's going to and whatnot. I'm just excited to see the story of this and see where it takes Cal Castus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, keep on. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, because it, it just occurred to me. I was trying to remember, like, think of it. Jedi Knight had dismemberment, didn't it? Yes, it did. Jedi Knight. Yeah. yeah, but that wasn't Disney. Okay. Academy and all those. It was LucasArts. So. Like, even in Battlefront, yeah. like, there's no dismemberment, right? Yeah, yeah so... Battlefront just droids. Like, droids would so, fall apart, So, if the, if the technology has been there for over a decade... Oh, it's definitely I'd there. Assume, it's, it's possible. Yeah. They're just choosing not Studio to. saying no. You know what? It's like, I, at that point, yes, it's Disney. Give us the option. If you want to yeah. worry about kids and stuff like that, sure have it as a, like you can just have it off from the beginning but if i want to turn it on let me turn it on yeah exactly okay so here it says the combat system is intuitive to pick up but it takes training and practice to fully master its nuances as you gain new powers and abilities along your adventure now that's not saying that if you get you know freeze everybody ability that it's not super easy <laughs> exactly but, right yeah I, I think it's it's also a game that it's not supposed to be super difficult it's supposed to be pretty accessible to people and that See, might be why 
also. I am going to go right against you with that one because you were a Padawan after Order 66 and everything is against you because everybody thinks that you're a traitor. This is years later, too. This is not immediately after. Really? Yeah, I I believe this this takes place probably about five or so years after. Because you see see Saw, right? Fresh, Mm. though. Like, Saw doesn't have his afro. That's Rogue One. Yeah, that's true. So it, it's pre-Rebels, I guess? Yeah, it'd be probably around Rebels. Yeah. The the one other thing I kind of laughed at when I saw it the second time is when he does that force pull lightsaber stab move. Mm. Yes, the Anakin Can- to Jocasta New. Yeah, right? Yeah, I forgot and about also, that. Yeah, because canonically, that's a Sith move. Like- <laughs> yeah, that's in the Episode 3 game, isn't it? Yes, it, it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's in the it's episode three. That you was a terrible, terrible ending. Like the one where he could kill Palpatine and take over. Yeah, I, am right. the, I am the no, Lord of the Sith. The galaxy Jeez, belongs God. to me. It's like, you are so <laughs> like, bad. Screwed. You yeah. don't know what to do from here. Yeah. You're just angry. Oh, my God. Yeah. But the, the, the move that that always reminds me of is the first time you see Asajj Ventress in Clone Wars, she does that to a clone commander. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah she does. She does that thing where she, like, pulls she him in and, like, him. stabs him. Yeah, yeah. And so I was just yeah. like, oh, did you learn from Asajj? And <laughs> like, Force Stasis has only been seen with Kylo Ren, who is a Dark Force user. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. it would be interesting if they put a, a morality system in. That would be I, just, I, I doubt did, it. I, I doubt it. I just get... No, because I was going to say, if they did, I'd just get even angrier that they didn't get Bioware to do this game. Right? That's another reason. <laughs> like, oh, Renegade you... life. Yeah, seriously. Well, except for Mass Effect 3, you turn into a sociopath in, in the Renegade yeah, path weird. of that game. It's like, in 2, you were a badass. In 3, yeah. you were a dick. Yeah, you <laughs> shoot your teammates and watch them bleed to death, and I'm like, what the hell happened to Shepard? <laughs> <laughs> sociopath. All right. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Ed, yes. you want to talk about this one? I mean, well, all I wanted to say about it really was that I thought it was a little premature. Not that he came out and said it so quickly, but like, yeah, we're doing this thing. It's like, Lego's not hurting for any of this. They, mm-hmm. they could pull this out whenever they want, and people would be great. I, I think they're just fishing, uh, not fishing, but like capitalizing on all the hype for it really to be like, yeah, we're totally doing this, and it's going to be all nine. It's like, hang on, we haven't even seen nine yet. If, yeah. and make or forbid, nine turns out to be just another eight. If that's even possible. I, I, I doubt it for <laughs> you guys, man. I think it's going to be everything you wanted. I And I really hope... Mm, I hope so. Hope so. I, really, I really hope it does. But um, if it turns out to be that way, everything will just plummet, where they could have saved themselves some kind of, well, we didn't make eight. <laughs> Probably a good thing we didn't make nine, too. <laughs> like, you could have kind of wrote it off as nothing. But now yeah. they've locked themselves in, so no matter what... People were like, so, uh, where's that Skywalker saga, huh? They'd be like, the what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Uh, we pulled a Microsoft and canceled it. I haven't played any of the LEGO games since they started doing, like, voices for the LEGO characters. Because it's like, oh, I, dude, played, fun. I played when I was, it was just, like, grunts and groans. It's like, what? Yeah. Hmm? They're adding what? that to these, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's going to be interesting to add, like, the voices to this. And actually have the, the characters. grunts and the voices. Yeah, so that's gonna be, be fun. Interesting. Mm. But like, I played, I played uh, Lego: The Force Awakens, and I, I had a surprising amount of fun with that. Yeah, I didn't play that oh, one, okay. but I heard it was really good. Like the fl- you you'd be able to fly like the Falcon and like uh, Tie Fighters and stuff like that, and they're really responsive. It actually felt like a lot of fun. Seeing the opponent ships blow up into little Lego pieces is oddly satisfying. I feel like those guys <laughs> that make Lego games have it pretty easy for like the three D models because 
I'm pretty sure Lego does 3D models of all their stuff to begin with. So you mm-hmm. just like port those over to a game. They have the assets. Yeah, they just port it over, make sure it's in there. All right, let's go. Well, I'm sure that's why they make so many of them, right? It must be yeah. such an easy cash return. No, not that I'm saying it's an easy thing to make a video game because I know for a fact it's not. It I'm just saying the Lego same. guys probably have a lot of assets already there for them, which is nice. Oh, yeah. Well, because look at look at like all the Lego games they pumped out versus how much time has gone into Cyberpunk, right? I mean, that's right. an extreme example. Yeah. But, you know, you, you can take the same assets from... Because um, the last Star Wars or Lego game I played was the, the one that had the original and prequel trilogy and that was it yeah it was even the last one i played complete edition yeah yeah i didn't play all of it but i played most of it yeah so you just take those models you uprise them i mean granted i don't really i guess it would depend on how many polys there in the first place but either way right you either uprise them or you just take those as a base and then uh make them with the higher mesh count exactly and then you've got those new characters if anything else it gives you more platinum trophies on your playstation (laughs) oh <laughs> um, there you go hunters all right last one here is star wars celebration 2020 yeah it's in anaheim and it's from august 27th <laughs> to the 30th we will not be attending just because funds <laughs> um yeah. we barely made it to star wars celebration chicago but we had a lot of fun and oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna be yeah. probably going to 2021 if there is one but anaheim i don't think we'll be able to make it out there because it is expensive for us to fly out there and to have a hotel or airbnb or like just you know just being out there so if you are going let us know and let us know what you think of all the things that are happening we're going to be doing coverage of stuff that's going to be happening at celebration 2020 from the comfort of canada in our own homes and uh i think we're going to have a lot of fun doing discussion on those things and seeing the difference between of going to celebration and covering it and being here um mm. give us an idea mm-hmm. but i don't think anaheim is going to be a really really big one since it's a middle between the two year usually yeah um, celebration like, is normally every shock. two years yeah because was... like normally they would do one in europe in 2020 right they did um... one in london they did one in germany and now they're doing one in anaheim again it's like okay cool um i believe it's because they want to do it like with the park that's going out there you know what i mean yeah so bring celebration to canada yeah dude <laughs> toronto or calgary um vancouver I don't know. Bring it to Manitoba. They don't have anything going on in Manitoba, so bring it to Manitoba. Oh, except cold. <laughs> Just bring it to and like... the highest and the highest crime rate in Canada. Okay, not to Manitoba then. Let's bring it up to like. <laughs> we'll bring it to Newfoundland, the smallest place me... in Canada. Everybody's <laughs> armed. You have lightsabers and blasters and stuff. You'll be fine. We'll bring more also, people it's... to Newfoundland than live there, if we brought celebration. <laughs> <laughs> also, ex- excuse you. I think the smallest place in Canada is PEI. That's it true. Is. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Good old namesake island. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that does it for us for our episode for the June 2019 of Voice of the Forest podcast. So we're going to head out to the outro and uh, tell you what our pick of the podcast is for an interesting thing to see on the internet. Maybe it's creation. Maybe it's commentary. We'll see. This month, we're going to be doing our pick of the podcast, and I found this. Uh, I didn't show this to Noma or Ed yet, which I'm going to do before we get into the segment. 
If you guys click, oh, I've link, already, I've already kind of cheated on that. You I've watched been, it. I've been, yeah. It, no, but you would love this. It's three VFX guys looking at the prequels, oh, yeah, and I've they're seen, looking at uh, all the different things and like finding stuff in them. Uh, it, basically, three VFX artists um, are doing uh, VFX breakdown of the prequel movies of Episode One, Two. That's it. Three. I don't think they did. Yeah, three. I I haven't seen much from three yeah. from it, but I think yeah, they, they showed a lot two. of two and yeah. And they said like Jar Jar has some amazing like at the time, even nowadays, like just animation wise and like CG aspects of Jar Jar is pretty sweet. Um, there was a part in it where like Qui Gon's like tunic gets clipped by <laughs> whatever it was that was generating the light, because uh, when he jumps down to like fight Darth Maul off of the one platform. You just see it like mm -hmm. it clips like probably a good like foot of clothing off of his tunic, um, oh but it's such a quick scene you don't notice it. Um, mm. But there's uh, some really interesting behind the scenes stuff that you go in there and they're really fair with like talking about the clones and like Yoda in Episode Two, the fight between mm. Dooku and how like the light doesn't reflect off of his blade because he's not CG, but mm -hmm. with Yoda it does because it can reflect light digitally, right? Um, mm -hmm where they didn't have that ability to do that because they just fought back in the day when they recorded saber fights with mm -hmm. just like basically blunt sword, like blunt blades. They didn't have the the ones they have now where they have the light emitting from them, like the force effects ones. But uh, definitely a good thing to look at. We're going to put that in the show notes so you can take a look and watch the video. Mm -hmm. Maybe let us know what your favorite part or like a scene that you thought was like, oh, I didn't notice that before, but that's really cool. Um, they did break down the pod racing scene too at the very beginning, which was really, really cool. That was one of my and favorites will, as a kid. Right. And I will say like, just watching that, like you hear like all the pod racer sounds. Yeah, so Boba's pod is like do, 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 cocaine do, 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 to my ears, man. It's just the best. And I remember like growing up, if you're playing like Mario Kart or just like running around in school and you're like cutting a hard turn, like if you didn't make that noise, it's like you're not a fan, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, at that point, like every turn in Mario Kart when you're drifting, it's like doo -doo 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 -doo. exactly. And you're gonna have to like, dude, this is Mario Kart. Like, no, this is pottery. This makes me want mm -hmm. to play that like fan remake again, or like the fan remake that they're making for Pod Racer. <sighs> oh yeah, that's right. I hope they you know they have. Well, I always, I, I always thought right. I know they have. I have Racer Revenge on the PS4, which is an amazing game. Yeah. But I would love Uprez. Yeah, they, they just left it the same, which is sad. I wish they would have at least put a little bit more high res stuff into it. Well, yeah. One thing I always uh, thought, like when I was rewatched the the Pod Race after doing, you know, after doing VFX for a couple of years, that they 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 kind of mention in in the video but they don't really talk about it. it's just something that i've noticed with some of the stuff that i've had to do when things are in motion yes the fat the faster things are in motion the more forgiving the human eye is with noticing defects exactly because if you can't focus on stuff it's a lot harder to see what's wrong right so i think right. that's a reason why the pod race looks so damn good because they're taking the motion real is amazing real yeah, they're taking real. Well, yeah, they're taking real shots from locations. All the stuff's going by so quickly, and you're so focused on the actual pod racers that do look so so nice. Well, the whole thing um, is CG. Like even like yeah, the exactly. real shot location stuff, they've used that as like models. They can make models exactly, for right? it. Yeah, which is crazy. But, but like, uh, compare that to all the shots that people make fun of in episode two and three in the Jedi Temple. How fake the Jedi Temple looks. I didn't think um, so. Honestly, I never even really noticed if that. If you go. 
if you go back and look now, it's 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 pretty it, obvious. It did. They did not. Those shots did not age kindly, especially in Fair episode enough. two. Um, but a, I think a big reason for that as well is because the action in those scenes is so slow, and the characters aren't doing anything. And because of that, your eye will wander, mm-hmm. and then you'll start to notice the how the lighting just doesn't quite mesh, and the um, oh god, what do they call them? The shaders that they're using aren't quite up to speed with what looks realistic then you start to pick out all the details Fair as not. opposed to something like the arena in geonosis where it yeah. could have been the same shaders it could have been the same kind of unrealistic looking things but because it's all action mm-hmm. you're not focusing on those those downsides right you're just looking at, at what you see and it all looks so real and watching oh, sorry, you're, you're focusing on natalie portman <laughs> exactly. they, they break down the pair scene by the way it's amazing um actually some good cg in there um the one thing i wanted to point out with the pod racing scene is that they were talking about the motion blur that was in there but the Mm -hmm. thing they pointed out which was really hard for them to do at the time was make sure the shadows didn't have motion blur and they didn't which was awesome which is really cool um but just in general uh a really cool video to watch by gizmodo i think they've done another one of these a while back for i think I don't know if it was Gizmodo or another company um, that did one for Solo, breaking down the oh. visual effects of Solo and like the the um, Castle Run and whatnot. They, yeah, they went into a whole thing with that too when when uh, we were at the Solo uh, VFX panel. Yes, that was amazing. That was yeah, that was really cool. With the I can't remember what the the chemicals called. Um, the chemical that they're trying to steal. Oh, uh, the, oh, coaxium. Coaxium. Yeah, coaxium. I was gonna say coaxium. The yeah the the whole thing with that on how they were trying to make it a, a unique and then the guy went and found of all things slow mo guys um, yes the, yeah Brian, the slow mo guys this. yeah the, the, how they, they he found their underwater explosion and that gave him the inspiration for the coaxium explosion I was Which like oh that's really weird. yeah and exactly it's really unique it doesn't look like something you'd see normally which helps it fit into star Wars. That's how you can make it seem uh, more sci-fi. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's something that you could imagine, but you have not seen that in real life before, unless you've seen that video. I've seen, I've seen videos uh, of like underwater explosions before, but I, mm. I, I didn't make the connection until they told us about it. Cause I, I looked at it. I'm like, that looks familiar, but I don't know where from when I watched the movie. Exactly. And then you're just like, Oh, that's what it is. That makes so much sense. And it looks so yeah. good. And, and it's something that, that just continues to amaze me as an artist is just the fact that human beings are so good at being able to distinguish what is real and what is not real right. subconsciously. Yep. Right? Because we, we have to do that every day. Like, mm-hmm. just no, it's just, it's just interesting. Like, like if you go and watch like old CGI and you can immediately kind of tell where it is as opposed to the newer ones, it's a lot tougher. Exactly. Um, and all of the, the effort that goes into that, one of the best examples is even though I know a lot of people um, who are not kids aren't huge fans of it. Actually, I guess that's not true. It was a very popular movie of Frozen. Um, oh, they've got a... Do well, you okay, hear, me, hear me out. <laughs> so there's a technical reel on YouTube of Frozen snow effects. I saw that, man. Um, it looks so good. Yeah. Exactly. It is amazing. The snow effects they How... used? Holy yeah. crap how much effort because that's one thing with pixar that's always impressed me is that i don't know if i've said this on the podcast before but basically any uh anytime they make a pixar or pixar disney whatever any kind of pixar movie 
except for 90% of the time. The only exception I can think of is the Cars sequels. Um, anytime they make a new Pixar movie, they are making it to invent a new CGI technology. Yeah, and it's just like, how can we make something look even more better at, yeah. like, snow effects? Something so snow small. Effects. But the people walking through it, people throwing stuff, it falling apart. Yeah. yeah, how it actually works, all those kinds of things. So there's that. You've got Brave, which was, how can we do curly hair interacting with water? That was basically the entire point of that movie nice um finding finding nemo can we have a movie where the background is just the ocean right things how like can that we work with the like, blur effects in there or whatnot yeah just how can you make the ocean just the ocean as a background and have it look realistic so Welcome how can you get all those to the disney pixar down? podcast yeah. <laughs> it, it, no it, it just it always amazes me because you're spending like yeah it was frozen budget like 420 million dollars which is ridiculous just for snow effects yeah right and you only do it like a couple of you only really see those effects a couple of times. And then I mean because because they're so good at what they're doing and they know what they're doing, they get a re- they get a return that makes them so much money so they can invent new technologies. It's Frozen crazy. Two, man. It's common. Yeah. No. And I'm curious. Not. Oh, they already have the trailer. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm curious <laughs> that, I'm curious what that one's going to be cuz I'm I was looking at it being like is it the leaves cuz they have that whole thing where it's like the autumn it's coming. The worst kind of thing. Yeah. Is it leaf interaction technology? Is it more detailed ice water technology? Yeah, I'm curious to see Plant what, life what they're gonna. Like yeah, I'm curious to see how they're gonna push the boundaries with this one now. So. All right, and uh, I think that does it for everybody. Ed, are you good? I'm good. All right. Let us know what your thoughts are on our podcast, The Voice of the Force, or our Force fun fact for the day, which was the Jedi. What our favorite Jedi's were. And let us know what your favorite Jedi is. Maybe include a GIF or a funny image of the Jedi or a pretty cool one if you want. Um, and also, you can follow us on Twitter at VoiceForcePod. You can like or comment on our page uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash VoiceForcePod. Uh, we have our website, www.VoiceOfTheForce.com. All of our episode postings are going to be there. If you want to see some pictures from Star Wars Celebration Chicago, I think we had about 300, maybe 400 pictures that I posted between three days. And uh, you can take a look at all those photos, including Ed getting his mind screwed up by some of, uh, what do they call those guys? <laughs> oh, the those guys. Chaos, what are they called? From Swator. Uh, the Dreadmasters. The Dreadmasters, where they like screw with your mind. It was a really good picture. Um, you can also email us at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. And if you want to talk about something on this episode, it would be awesome if you included VOTF7 in the episode of uh, the subject of the email, sorry. You can also listen on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, and new iHeartRadio. And you can also listen, rate, and review, as well as subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And if you do all those things, it really helps, especially reviewing the podcast and getting some uh, three, four, five-star ratings. Hopefully no one-star ratings or two-star ratings. But you never know. <laughs> People might hate us. Who knows? And uh, that helps us get new listeners to the show to find our podcast because there are a lot of Star Wars podcasts out there. But uh, each one has its own unique swing on the Star Wars franchise. So let people know by reviewing the podcast. It really goes a long way if you do like a two, three-minute review. Just take a few seconds to uh, write a little review and rate us four or five stars would be amazing. And uh, with all that said, guys, my name is Dan. I am your father. 
And my name is Inigo Montoya. (laughs) (laughs) And this has been the Voice of the Forest podcast. May the forest be with you. My name is Dan. You guys can say my name is Ed. And my name is, my name is my <laughs> Okay, one second. Let me try that again. Let me try that again. With all that said, I got to do that again. With all that said, this has been the Voice of the Force podcast, and may the Force be with you. Actually, that's the Wait, very what? ending. <laughs> Too much beer. Um, with all that, <laughs> I got this. I got this. I got this. Third time's the charm. We haven't recorded in like two months, guys. <laughs> With all that said, my name is Dan. Oh. You cut out there, so I have oh. no idea what you just said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fifth time's the charm. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>